Okay, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Rachel. I'm a pastor's kid, so I'm not going to say it's my privilege here to serve at the <laughs> serve here. <laughs> I've heard my dad say it so many times out about you. Um, yeah, it is my privilege, though, to be speaking the message today. Um, when I was given this opportunity, I pretty much jumped at it. Um, I've kind of, yeah, I guess through school and stuff, we've been chatting a lot about a whole bunch of different topics. And when um, I was given the opportunity to do this today, one really stood out to me. Um, so we're just going to be diving into that now. But I'm going to start off um, with um, kind of explaining what I'm talking about today. Um, so I'm going to be talking about being cuffed to something. Um, and when I say that, I just mean being handcuffed, being imprisoned, not being able to separate or escape from it. Um, and so, yeah, it's things in our life um, that we are cuffed to are things that don't love us back. So hands up if you can think of something that you have in your life that doesn't love you back. I, I can. My car doesn't love me back, unfortunately. Um, my phone doesn't love me back, even though I love it. Um, and these are things that we're cuffed to. Um, and so today I'm going to be talking about being cuffed to comparison. Um, and I kind of got this from um, this guy named Michael Todd, who is a lead pastor um, at this church called Transformation Church in the U.S. Um, and he's doing, or he did a series called Cuffing Season, um, where he, I think it was like 19 different weeks, he talked about being cuffed to different things. Um, and each episode, they're on YouTube, I 100% recommend watching them. Um, he does this one called Cuff to Comparison, which is what I'm going to be talking about today. Um, it goes for about an hour 45. It's quite a long um, message, but it's incredible. I've watched it so many times. Um, could not recommend more. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be talking about Cuffed to Comparison. Um, and so I think we live in a culture in an age where we're constantly comparing ourselves to things consciously and subconsciously. Um, I think there's the main thing I really wanted to drive home today was just that um, no matter what job, what school, waist size, clothes you got, how big your house is, like it just it just doesn't matter, um, and that we are all God's masterpieces. Um, in Ephesians 2:10, it says, "For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do good things He planned for us long ago." Um, and so, I just masterpieces are not created to be compared. Um, an example of a masterpiece in my mind would be the Mona Lisa, probably one that most of you think of pretty much straight away. Um, and another one is any Taylor Swift song. If you know me, you would know I <laughs> love Taylor Swift. Um, she's currently on tour at the moment, and I think my whole entire TikTok for you page is just clips from her concert, and I will sit there for hours just watching it. She's incredible. I could talk about her for hours. If you like Taylor Swift and want to talk to me about it, feel free to do that anytime. Um, so yeah, they are both masterpieces in my mind. Um, however, we wouldn't find ourselves comparing them as one is a painting that's extremely famous in museums all over the world. Pretty much everybody knows it. Um, and one's just a, a song, an artist. Um, and we don't compare them because they're two completely different things. They're unique in their own way. Yet we find ourselves comparing ourselves to people who live completely different lives than us. Um, they've lived different stories. They've had different friends, different families different life experiences, so they're not the same. None of us are the same. Yet we spend so much time comparing ourselves to people around us. Um, and they might have a nicer car, a better job, or something along those lines. But yeah, they're not living the same life as you. Um, and each of them are created as God's masterpiece, just as you are. Um, God has given us all we need, and all we have is what we need. Um, 
And when we're comparing ourselves to other people, we're kind of telling God that we're not satisfied with what he's given us, when in reality, he has given us all we could ever need. Um, Michael Todd makes a point in his message saying that looking at other people's lanes makes you stumble in your own. And that really resonated with me a lot when I heard it the first time. Um, and I think kind of the analogy of like, if, you spend, if you're running a race and you spend all your time looking behind you at the person that's running behind you or watching the person in lane five when you're in lane one, you're going to start noticing what they're doing, how they're running, whether your arms are moving the same way as theirs, whether you have the good, a good running form and thinking, oh, I wonder if they trained as much as me. I wonder if they trained more than me. And you just, your mind's going to go somewhere completely different. And you're not going to be paying attention to running in a complete straight line. You're not going to be looking at the finish line. You're going to be looking at them, which might even cause you to step out of your lane which would mean that you get disqualified and you're not even in the race anymore. Um, and so if we spend all of our time comparing ourselves to other people and focusing on them, then we'll stumble on the things that God's called us to do, and we will not run and act on that calling. Another analogy is that no baby comes out the womb walking. Um, I think that's really important to think about as well. You know, a baby doesn't just pop out and start running around everywhere. It takes time for them to learn how to sit up, learn how to crawl, learn how to stand, learn how to walk. Um, it's, it's a long and slow process. Um, and so if, if the baby spent all its time thinking, oh, I wish I could, I could run, it would just be falling flat on its face because it couldn't even sit up. And so like, it's the same thing with us. We spend all of our time comparing ourselves to people that have had years more practice. If I tried to stand up here and have like two notes written down like my dad and just, you know, blabble off the top of my head. <laughs> he has more than two notes, guys. I swear he's repaired. But if, if, if I tried to just stand up here and, you know, act like my dad or act like, sing like Taylor Swift, then that's impossible because they're older than me and they've had more experience and they've had more time to practice. Um, it's one thing to look up to people and admire their work and admire the way, the work that they put in to get to how good they have become. But if we're comparing ourselves and making ourselves feel like we're less than them because we're not at the same standard then that's just kind of pointless because, you know, it's not, it's not possible. Um, and growing takes a lot of time. It's a long process. You know, if you've had a child, which I have not, but if you have had a child, um, then you would know that it takes a while from when it's born to when it can walk and to when it can run. Um, and even though it may not feel like a long time, it is quite a long time. Um, and if we try to rush growing, then you know, it's just, it's not possible. You can't force a flower to grow faster. You can't force a tree to grow faster. And we can't grow faster ourselves. You can practice more and you can get better at things, but you still, everyone does that at different, different speeds. Um, when I was on an Easter camp recently, over Easter, um, we had a, like an hour of quiet time. And so I was sitting looking outside. We were um, at Weirway, if you know where that is, pretty much in the middle of nowhere, like actually in just the sticks. Um, and so we were sitting outside, and um, there were like kangaroos running around in the paddocks and everything. And I remember writing down in my journal, like sometimes I feel like I'm a tree, you know, like everyone's just like growing faster than me, and I'm just like still like not really growing and can't really, not really going anywhere. But then I realized that like, sure, grass or a flower may grow faster, but it also um, dies faster than a tree. And so if I compared how fast I was growing, if I was a tree, and I was comparing myself to a flower and saying, oh, like, they grow so much faster than me. They also live, like, I don't know, an 18th is long. I don't know how much. I don't know how long, but very, very uh, much less. And so that, that's kind of where I started thinking about this whole comparison thing, is that, sure, I can be a tree, but I need to be happy being a tree and not being a flower. 
um, and comparing is not growing. Um, we talk about contentment a lot, um, just in areas of our lives, and it's really, really hard to be content when we are stuck in comparison. Um, and God didn't make us to compare. Um, people just weren't made for comparison, yet we are consumed by it in every area. Um, in 2 Corinthians uh, 10 verses 12, which is on the screen, um, I was looking at a bunch of different translations, and pretty much it just says over and over that it's not wise, it's ignorant, um, people are without understanding, and they quite miss the point when they're um, comparing themselves to each other. And that's just God. Like, the Bible is God's word, and that's God literally saying to us that comparing is dumb um, and that we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people. Um, and he's telling us, you know, to do the things that we're good at, the things that we're gifted in, and because those are things that we'll win at. You know, we can live in our lives and win in our lives by doing the things um, that God's called us to do individually, um, like our joy and our blessing and all those things that are unique to us are unique to us for a reason. Um, and when you, when you step out of those things and you step into someone else's race, um, that's when you kind of, yeah, get sidetracked. Um, as this is a youth-led Sunday, I was thinking about youth group. Also, I just want to plug, this is our youth merch. I kind of forget that I have this all the time. Um, we did make t-shirts for our youth group. So that's what this is, if you're wondering. Um, just thought that was pretty cool. Um, anyway, as this was a youth-led Sunday, I was thinking about youth group. Um, and as we do like our check-ins on a Sunday, like I mentioned earlier, um, Jacob often tells us about his camping trips and fun crazy things that he does um, on the week. And one of the times I vividly remember him telling me was about how him and his friends were driving around and they got massively bogged, like super, super bad. They were stuck there for hours and hours and hours through, through the night, right? Yeah, through the night. How, how long? 18 hours. That's a long time. Um, and they couldn't get out of the sand. And I just was like, oh, like some of us are so bogged down by the weight of comparison. Um, and if you don't know what, like, the process of getting unbogged is pretty much when you're bogged, your, tra your tires aren't getting enough traction. Um, so you're trying to accelerate, and the tires are going as fast as they can, but they're not, they've got nothing to grip on because the sand is too soft, so it just kind of goes further and further into the sand. So you need to provide like a wood plank or a solid base um, so that you can drive out. Um, and like I said, some of us are bogged down by comparison. Um, we're stuck in this endless cycle of comparing ourselves to everyone and any, everything, and we feel like we're going as fast as we can through life and um, comparing ourselves constantly. Like on Instagram, you know, you'll be looking at other people's posts and stuff and not even realizing it. Sometimes you'll post things like subconsciously so that you can be better than someone else. You're like, oh, I did this really cool thing. I'm just going to like flex on everyone that I did this so I can show them that I'm better than them. Like you don't even realize that you're doing it, but you're comparing, like there's different ways of comparing. I feel like a lot of the time we think of comparing as putting ourselves less than people, but comparing is also putting ourselves above people. Um, and that can also be in terms of Christianity. You know, we can think of people that are just new Christians and think, oh, like, you know, I'm a super old Christian. I've been a Christian for ages, and so I'm better than them, and my faith is better than them. Or, oh, like, I may have Christian friends, but I go to church every week, and so I'm a better Christian. But God didn't want that for us. Um, and, you know, he wouldn't be comparing us, so why are we comparing ourselves to other people? Um, and, yeah, we have, we have God as this solid base, our, our wood plank, so to say, um, to shove under the tires so that we can drive out. It's, he is our, like, rock and our firm foundation, and I think 
whenever I find myself comparing myself to my friends or people at school or whoever, I just kind of think, well, God didn't create me as a duplicate of anyone else. He didn't create me to compare myself to anyone else. So why, why am I doing that? I think just being aware of it is the first step. Um, and comparison is human. It's normal. As humans, we're, you know, we have faults and we're not perfect. And so we do find ourselves comparing. Um, but it's, it's not helpful in any way. Um, and just because it's normal and just because it happens does not mean that we have to be slaves to it and continue to do it. Um, so I just wanted to give you a few, a few ways to get you on the process of killing comparison. I'm not standing up here saying I'm perfect at it because I 100% do it as well. Um, but the things that I have found are good is just celebrate the things that we do have. Um, spending time practicing gratitude for the life that God has given us rather than focusing on what other people have. Focusing, focus and celebrate on the things that we have. Um, I find that when I am comparing myself or when I'm just feeling really down and kind of stuck, I write a little gratitude journal and just write all the things I can think of that I'm grateful for, no matter how big and how small. And I think when you do that and you look at the list and look how long it is, um, we don't feel like we need to compare ourselves to other people anymore because we have all the things that we're grateful for in our lives. Um, find contentment in Christ. Um, we can receive all that we need from him. Um, and we can find contentment in knowing that he has called us to do our own unique and incredible things. Um, as it says in Corinthians, uh, two, sorry, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 10, we can be content even in weakness and hardship because Christ provides strength in our weakness. Um, and I think as Christians, we have like the just most amazing thing in the world that we have a God that has the power to change things, that he, we can do something as simple as sitting at home and praying and just we can, we can literally talk to a God that has the power to change anything. We are given the opportunity to spend time with the God that created the world that we live on um, and that has, yeah, he can literally do anything. And so if we spend more time um, talking to God and saying, hey, like, you know, I just kind of, I wish I was as happy as this person, then he can say, oh, but like, look at this, all these reasons that you can be happy. And then, oh, yeah, actually, that is true. Um, First Timothy 6, verses 6 to 8 reminds us that we, can, we can't take anything with us when we die, so we, shouldn't, so we should be content with what we have. Um, in the end, you know, when we go to heaven, we can't take our car, we can't take our, like, favorite things, we can't take that person's phone, we can't do any of that. And so focus on building up your relationship with Christ. Um, and again, yeah, just, like, kind of look to the end point that all these things are just physical things that come and go. I'm sure in like 2008 or whatever, getting a new iPhone 4 was like the best thing. I don't know when the iPhone 4 came out, but times change. And now it's like getting the iPhone 13 or 14 or whatever. I'm not too sure what it is now. I've lost track. Um, but those things don't, don't matter. Um, and the third thing is to compare only to Christ. Um, Christ should be our only comparison, not to see how far we are from him, but to see how close we are getting. Um, God is perfect love, perfect peace, perfect in every way. So it should be our goal to be like Jesus rather than be like other people. Um, if we spend, the t um, spend our time reading the Bible, praying, spending time with God, um, then we'll get closer to being more like God and we'll find ourselves being like, oh, is that something that God will want from me rather than, oh, how will that person see me? 
So yeah, those are the things that I want to share with you today. Um, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> what? What? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so now we have, or yeah, we've picked a little video, a uh, song uh, to, for you to reflect on. Um, this song is one of my favorites. And I think the lyrics can be really, really powerful. If you think about them, you can sing along if you want to. They'll be on the screen. Um, or you can just sit, reflect, pray. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 